You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Well, we are back on the Pipeline Show. Let's turn on the 2020 Draft Spotlight segment, and it's also an In the Dub segment, as my guest is a WHLer. Of course, all the In the Dub segments are brought to you by dubnetwork.ca. You can stay up to date on everything happening around the world of the Western Hockey League by visiting dubnetwork.ca. Make it a, uh, a daily stop. Maybe subscribe to the Daily Dose of the Dub. It'll come right to your inbox. You don't even have to think about it. My guest today comes from the Lethbridge Hurricanes. His name is Alex Cotton, leading the league in scoring among defensemen. Uh, Alex, welcome to the Pipeline Show. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. No problem whatsoever. Listen, if I was to give you some truth serum, uh, you tell me that you were expecting this kind of season for yourself this year. Because last year, 11 points. I uh, didn't get drafted. I don't think you, I don't imagine you were expecting to get drafted uh, in the NHL last year, but this year you're leading the league in scoring among defensemen. Tell me honestly, are you surprised? Uh, yeah, to be honest, yeah, I'm a little surprised, but I, re- I, I, I thought I was going to have, I knew I was going to have a better year, but I didn't really expect to, uh, lead the league. No. Uh, so tell me why, why do you think it's all come together for you this year? I mean, your last year at, at Yale was a, a pretty offensive year. Um, but again, last year, just 11 points uh, in 54 games. So what's the difference this year for you? Uh, I think it's just more of a, it's a confidence thing. I think just it, it's being my second, like it's my second year in the league and I know what it takes to, to play in the league. And then also I think just the opportunity aspect of everything, like the coaches give me more opportunity and I'm just trying to take, uh, take advantage of it. Something to do with the right guy at the right time as well. I mean, the, the team had lost so many offensive weapons from last season that guys needed to step up, and like you just said, you're getting the opportunity. And Man, I don't think anybody could argue that you're uh, making the most of it, that's for sure. Yeah, 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 and uh, I really have to give credit to my teammates and my coaches. I mean, I'm not going to be getting that many points if, my, if the players can't make plays, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Credit goes to them. Yeah, well, no, for sure. And the team is doing really well again this year as well. Uh, second place in the Eastern Conference, and uh, the, the conference is just so tight. You're, the Central Division so tight. The Oil Kings, the Hurricanes, and the Medicine Hat Tigers, top three teams, all in the Central Division and all still fighting it out for, for playoff seating, and you can't throw the Calgary Hitmen out the window uh, just yet either. Uh, that may, that means, I mean, every night is a uh, an important game for the Hurricanes and for those other teams as well. You, you can't really afford to have a, a bad night or a bad stretch of games. Yeah, no, you really can't. I think when your division's that strong, you have to, you can't take any game lightly and you just got to keep, keep plugging away each and every game. And I think we've been doing pretty well. From the outside looking in, I've, I've never been a player, certainly not at that level, but when each game has that importance, I would guess that it's pretty easy to stay engaged and focused on, on, on things. You don't take those nights off and you don't have a bad game here or there because you can't. Yeah. You, you can't really afford it for sure. That's a, that's a big thing. I think, um, yeah, just when you play hockey your whole life, it's just kind of like, it's just another game kind of feeling. So you just go out and play and do what you do and hopefully it turns out right. Alex Cotton is my guest. He's a defenseman with the Lethbridge Hurricanes in the Western Hockey League. And, uh, Alex, this part of the show, we like to uh, uh, let my audience get to know somebody that's in your position, being that you're still draft eligible. And not everybody that's hearing this is going to know exactly who you are, as the audience is across North America, and not everybody is uh, a WHL insider. Um, so let's get to know you a bit. Uh, where are you from, Alex? Uh, I'm from Langley, B.C. Do you remember how old you were when you first started playing competitive hockey? Uh, I think, well, when I first started skating, I was three. And then 
I think my first season, yeah, like I was four. Four years old. All right. And who got you into hockey at that young of an age, or was it just all your friends are doing it, so you want to do it too? No, it was mostly my brother. I think I really wanted to. I think I wanted to be a goalie. Hmm. My my first. I wanted to be just like my brother because my brother was a goalie, but my parents said it was too much money, so <laughs> they didn't. They didn't let me. Older brother, I'm guessing. Yeah, older brother. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I just started playing, and then now I'm here. How much older is your uh, brother? Uh, he's seven years older than me. Oh, so you couldn't get all his hand-me-down equipment? No. Oh, oh that's too bad. No. Uh, so at a young age, I mean, all players have to take their turn playing a net every once in a while. Did you have that opportunity then to, you know, actually get into the into the goal and and play? Uh, no. I really? I started playing out. I was just a, I was always an out player. I'd go in net for like it'd be like the last practice of the year or whatever, you know what I mean? And then just I go in net for fun, but. No, I didn't. I when I started playing out, I like I liked it. Uh, why defense? Why not forward? Or di- did you ever try being a forward at one time? Uh, I've always been a defenseman that liked playing forward. If you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I've always like I was just like yeah, I'm kind of like a forward that stays back. But one year, one year I did play. I wanted I switched and played forward for a year, but I didn't. I wasn't too too keen on it. Well, I mentioned that big year at Yale, the uh, the final year there, fifty four points in uh, in thirty two games. That's is what was the difference there for your offense to really uh, come to the forefront? Was that also a case where you'd been there for a couple of years and and were feeling comfortable and started to take some more offensive uh, creative license? Yeah, it was, it was the same type of thing. I think when you play with guys like Byram and and Cousins and all those guys, it's uh, and then they leave. It's just like you're, you have to step up and be the guy. So I just kind of had a lot of confidence going into the season and just tried to be creative and do what I do. Fifth round pick in the uh, WHL Bantam drift, uh, draft by the Hurricanes back in uh, 2016. Uh, I've talked to a lot of guys on this show about what the draft was like for them. Uh, some guys got to stay home from school. Other guys were at school but really not doing any schoolwork, just following along on their phone or something like that. But uh, what was the draft day like for you, Alex? Uh, well, we went to, um, so I was obviously at Yale, and we went to uh, hockey advisors, like, classroom kind of thing, and we watched the first round and saw, like, at that time it was, like, Josh Williams get drafted, and that was really cool. It was really cool for him. And then we had practice, and then that's when kind of more guys on our team got drafted, and then we got off the ice, and then I was showering, and someone told me I got drafted, and I was, like, really, I was really surprised. And then, yeah, it was it was cool. And now you're a BC guy, as you mentioned, but to, to get drafted by the Lethbridge Hurricanes meant you're obviously moving away from home, uh, and chances were pretty good that that was going to happen. But when it was Lethbridge, what were your initial feelings about that? I I was it was surreal at that time. I think being a young kid, and getting selected, it's really cool. So I just I didn't really think about the city too much. I just was like, wow, I just got drafted, and then went to went to the camp and stuff. Well, you had uh, five games under your belt with the Hurricanes uh, back in the uh, a couple of seasons ago, uh, and then again your first uh, full season last year, uh, where you had 11 points in 54 games. But having that five-game, uh, you know, dipping your toe in the water, so to speak, the, the year previous, did that help you kind of get acclimated last year to the league? Uh, yeah, I think a little bit it does. I think when you get called up, and it's it's so much faster than than midget is, and yeah, I think it helped me a little bit, but I didn't really have the best year of my life last year. Yeah. 
Well, no, I and I mentioned we're draft eligible last season. Obviously, did not get drafted. I don't. Were you expecting that you would after the season that you had? Uh, not the season, but I think maybe if we went a little farther in playoffs and I kept playing the way I was playing, right, there could have been a chance because I had I I had a really good playoffs, but we were obviously knocked out in the first round. So. Yeah. Uh, but then this year now, did, was that, you know, tell me about the off season, getting ready for this year. Um, the way you finished at Yale, did you kind of think in the back of your head, you know what, I, I've had got that year under my belt now, I am more comfortable, uh, things could be a lot different for me, and, and how did that change your approach to this season? Yeah, I just really, I think in the off season, I just really focused on working super hard, getting stronger, losing losing fat, like body fat percentage and stuff like that. And just become just becoming an overall good player, and I came came in and just tried to do my thing. Had lots of confidence off off the start, and the coaches gave me the opportunity, and I'm just trying to keep taking advantage of it. Alex Cotton is my guest, uh, and for those Alex who haven't had a chance to watch the Hurricanes play, or, or again, like I said, might not watch the WHL, uh, but come draft day, they they might want to know who the guy is that's uh, leading the WHL in scoring by defenseman. What kind of a player are you outside of the stats? You know, they, they might not give us the whole picture. So how would you describe yourself as a player? Uh, I think I'm a good puck moving defenseman that likes to jump in the, jump in the rush a lot. I think I like to create plays and get myself out of trouble. I think that's one of my strong points is I'm able to escape myself out of trouble. I try to, and try and just have to try and keep working on the defensive part of the game. The uh, WHL's website lists you at 6'2 and about 180 pounds. Uh, how accurate and up-to-date is that? Uh, that's pretty accurate. Okay. And you mentioned skating. Is uh, one of your stronger assets, you feel? Uh, yeah, I feel like my first three steps aren't really too too good. But uh, when I get going, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty quick. And I think I'm a, de- I'm a deceptive skater, so I can get myself out of, out of areas that other players can't. I have to ask you about playing uh, with Kalen Addison. I don't know if, uh, what your defensive pairings are like, but uh, having him on the team at least, another offensive-minded guy, how much you've kind of uh, stolen from him and added to your repertoire? Uh, a lot, to be honest. I've, seen, I've stolen a lot from him. I think he's a guy that obviously has tons of success, and I just try and try and model my game a little bit after him and then add my own, own things in, into it. Now, is the NHL draft something that uh, you spend much time thinking about? I know um, most players I talk to say they try not to think about it. But there are other guys who say no; they they like looking to see where they're ranked, and they use it as you know a bit of a motivator. Uh, what, what about you? When the the subject of the draft comes up, do you uh, do you think about it? Yeah, here and there. Like sometimes it's I think it's like a sometimes you want to think about it, and then some other times you just you you shouldn't. But uh, yeah, um, not really. I just try and keep playing, like just keep having the season I'm having, and I know things will turn out right. Well, excellent, Alex. Uh, it, you know, you, as a uh, BC guy, did you grow up uh, as a Canucks fan, or you know, with uh, the the way the league is now, and maybe it's a uh, certain players that you're cheering for more than teams? Uh, what was it like for you as a kid? Uh, yeah, I, I was when I was really young. I was a Canucks fan, but then when I when I was around, I don't know, like six or seven, we went to Toronto for a hockey tournament there. The Maple Leafs are now my, they've been my favorite team for forever now. But yeah, like you said, I think I just try and model my game after players mostly now and 
That's I just try and model my game after players. Well, when it when you put it like that, are there two or three guys in particular that you you kind of look to and and say maybe I can pattern my game a little bit after them and have success? Uh, yeah, I've been told a few guys. Like I've been told by coaches and a few other people, like who they think I could be. Right. And I try and just uh, Makar is a big big one for me. I think I try to watch a lot of his shifts and study the way he plays. So. I mean, he's doing pretty well for himself, but that'd be nice. No kidding. Well, this weekend the uh, the uh, Hurricanes on the road. You're up in uh, Prince Albert, right? Starting a bit of a Sask- Saskatchewan trip. Uh, yeah, we just play two games, and then we have a road game against Red Deer on Wednesday, and then we're back at home. I think. Uh, listen, Alex, I really appreciate your time. Uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you and the and the Hurricanes when you roll through Edmonton next time to take on the Oil Kings. Uh, and should be some uh, some pretty exciting hockey to down the stretch. I appreciate your time. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. There's Alex Cotton of the Lethbridge Hurricanes. I looked it up. He had a 11 points in his rookie season, as we talked about there. And this year, he had exceeded those numbers before Halloween. Yeah, he's having a heck of a year. Uh, right now, as we speak, uh, going into Saturday's action, uh, he is the league leader in scoring by defenseman. He has... Uh, 51 points in 48 games. Max Martin of the Kamloops Blazers is next. He has 48 points. Then drops down a bit to Wyatt Wiley of the Everett Silvertips with 44. Johnny Ludwig in Portland with 43. And uh, Philip Krull uh, has 40. So does Kalen Addison, uh, also of the Hurricanes, with 40 points. Now, there is a bit of a difference as Addison's only played 36 games. And I think he was the guy a lot of people thought would be leading uh, Lethbridge in scoring from the blue line. And I guess. Points per game, uh, I'm not going to do math, but uh, it would be pretty close to that if uh, if not ahead of Alex Cotton. But take nothing away from what uh, Cotton has done. Uh, he has had a cotton-picking good year. I apologize for that. Let's get to uh, the next guest. And uh, coming up after the break, going to hear from a, a former Red Deer Rebel, a former Fighting Sioux, a former Tri-City Storm, a former Manitoba Bison, and uh, now currently a member of the Fargo Force. Uh, he was a player in the WHL, uh, started coaching in the uh, NCAA, uh, came back to the WHL as a coach, and is now in the USHL as a coach. His name is Pierre-Paul Lamaru. Great story, great conversation. You're really going to enjoy it. That's next here on the Pipeline Show. On the left side, pass over to Ashton. Oh, what a stop! Darcy Camper, what a gutsy performance this evening at the NMAX Centria. This is Cam Moon, voice of the Red Deer Rebels, and you're listening to The Pipeline Show. There's a lot of people with disabilities that can't just go out and find a job. So we set out to create a business to fill those needs, one stick at a time. The Store Next Door gift shop is a Yarmouth-based manufacturer and retail outlet store. So we make great ideas that any of our employees come up with. 
and we reuse and recycle as much as possible. Our most popular item is probably our hockey furniture. We take broken hockey sticks and turn them into different products. We go through a lot of hockey sticks, a lot, a whole lot. Considering that it's only been a year and we're shipping internationally, I think that that's been a huge success. Most people's reactions are, wow, you do this here. We don't accept can't here. Everyone here learns in different ways, but we want to give everybody every opportunity to find exactly what works for them. There's nothing better than when a customer buys something and then one of our employees say, I made that. They have meaningful lives and build things they can be proud of and get a paycheck for it. I'm Amy Acker and we change lives one job at a time.